0: Thanks for joining us online for today's message from our Sunday morning service where we are learning how to make disciples who love God, love others, and serve the world. We pray that you are encouraged and challenged. For more information about Wilmot Center Missionary Church, go to wcmc.ca. Now prepare your hearts for what God wants to speak to you today. Perhaps this morning you are here and You're wondering, what in the world is this all about? What's the idea of having a great big tank up here on the platform? There is water in here, by the way. We've tried to bring it up to somewhat a warm temperature, but we have failed. No, there is some some degree of heat. You will notice when they go in by their facial expression how warm it is. You know, dear folks, baptism is not something that we take lightly. I personally, and I shared this with you back in April when I talked about baptism, but I feel that I must share this now again. When I was a baby, I did not know what was happening, but my mom and dad, in their devout faith, and practice. They took me to our pastor, and I was told that I was sprinkled with water. Do you know that I cherish that to this day? Because my mom and dad chose to direct me in the path of righteousness of Jesus Christ. They could have been involved in who knows what, but by faith, they decided that they would bring me into the understanding of the Word of God and faith in Jesus Christ. I wasn't aware of that action, but I do know one thing for sure. I love my mom and dad, and I so appreciate their diligence in raising me in the things of the Lord. When I got to Bible college in 1966 to 70, I was in a church service and I was told about water baptism as a believer by immersion. And as... I was being told this by the pastor who was sharing. See, something happened in here. And I began to realize I needed to obey the voice of the Lord for me. Because prior to that, when I was 13 years of old, 13 years of age, I had given my heart to Jesus. Mom and dad didn't make me do that. But I chose to receive Jesus as my Savior and Lord. And then, well, six, seven years later, that's when I heard about baptism. Prior to that, I didn't know anything about it. But that day when I obeyed the Lord and I said, I will choose to be baptized by immersion, Something happened within me. I knew I had obeyed my heavenly father. He spoke to my heart and he said, Wayne, would you be baptized as a believer? Oh, it's not about your salvation. You're already saved. And if I would have died before I was baptized, I would have gone to be with the Lord in glory. See, baptism has nothing to do with your salvation. Baptism is the declaration to everybody else as to what's happened within. I'm getting ahead of myself, so let's back up. There are two ordinances that we carry out in the church. And I looked up in the dictionary, I thought, what is an ordinance? Believe it or not, it's a decree or an authoritative order. A decree or an or or an (laughs) an authoritative order. We look at, we have two ordinances in the church. And these two ordinances were started by Jesus after he came into ministry. When he was 30 years old. And first of all, he started with the ordinance of baptism. And I'll share a little bit about that. But then he went on and he talked about communion. You and I have probably been a part of, a, of an assembly where you had the grape juice and the bread passed to you and you experienced the blessing of partaking of communion. And see, that's not just a ritual either. There's a definite symbolic necess- or a representation that takes place there. And what happens is that whenever you eat that bread and drink that cup, it says in Corinthians, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Now, you may not understand, and I may not understand fully either, what that proclamation really does. But I know one thing for sure. There is an enemy out there who was so delighted to see Jesus literally dying on the cross. Don't need it. Dying on the cross. He was so excited because he thought finally he won. Little did he know that by Jesus' death, he didn't realize that there was going to be a resurrection. And so every time you and I take the bread and we drink of that cup, we're proclaiming not just to us that are gathered here, but we're proclaiming to the heavenly realm where the enemy who the God of this world seeks to keep you and I in bondage, that's who we're saying, Satan, guess what? We know your end. We know Jesus' death and his resurrection have literally beaten you. And when we put our faith in Jesus, we too are victors. So, folks, that's what it's all about. Communion, when you take that, don't just drink it and eat it casually. It cost Jesus his life blood. So he put that in motion that ordinance but he also put the mo- the ordinance of baptism in motion. This may be a little bit hard to understand. But in water baptism Jesus set the example. In Matthew chapter 3 verses 13 to 17 this is right at the beginning of his ministry. John the Baptist has already been baptizing, and he says, I baptize with water for repentance. That's what John was doing prior to Jesus coming on the scene. And he was the one that was setting the pathway for Jesus. Prepare the way of the Lord, the Word of God says. Well, (laughs) I baptize you for repentance, but after me will come one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I'm not fit to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And then it says, then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by Jesus. Now, can you imagine why John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? And Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. He knew that there was no sin in Jesus. Why should he be baptized for repentance? There's no sin. But Jesus said, it is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. You know what I was told? Why I should be baptized as a believer? Baptized as a baby? Thank God that my parents did that. They helped. They were seeking to lead me on the way. But then I began to understand there's a dimension about Walking with the Lord that he only fully understands. And if he gives a rule or if he gives an ordinance, there must be a purpose for it. Even if you don't understand it, are you willing to obey it? Now, if you go back in the Old Testament, you will find that there was the practice of circumcision. I'm so glad that stopped. when Jesus came, circumcision in the Old Testament was a sign that they were a part of the Jewish people. Now baptism is identification with us as believers, with Jesus. Now we can be assured, Lord, I just want to do this to obey you. Well, As we walk through this whole practice of baptism and Jesus setting the the example, I want you to know as well, folks, that when Jesus came up out of the water, the Holy Spirit descended like a dove and came upon him. And these words were spoken, this is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. I can't say that I had a really big experience of, wow, the Lord really loves me. Whether I did or not, whether the feeling was there, the fact still was recorded. Wayne obeyed me. I am so happy. I want to continue To bless him in his life. I want to continue to surround him with favor. I want to continue to let him know he is deeply loved. That was just the simple act for me to be baptized. I had obeyed. I had obeyed the Lord. Just like Jesus, he said, look it. I want to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Why? He had a relationship with his father. I want to fulfill all righteousness. Here, John, you baptize me. So folks, if you're wondering about being baptized, have you considered just obeying the Lord, following His example? Baptism is not just a ritual. It's not just a religious ceremony. Baptism is more than just getting wet. Baptism is a public declaration of faith in Jesus Christ. It's an outward sign. It's an outward thing that happens that you involve yourself in. It's an outward sign of what has happened within you. You see... I knew that I'd given my heart to the Lord when I was 13. I had told people, but there were others that they didn't know. But I was invited to be a part of a baptism service which I obeyed. And I was able by that action to declare, folks, I am a child of God. Baptism had nothing to do with my salvation For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So I knew all that. But it was an act of faith and obedience to me. So it was a public declaration. It also showed my willingness to identify with Jesus. See, there are a large group of people here today And those of you that are being baptized today, you are literally showing your willingness to be identified with Jesus. You're also showing your desire as a believer to obey the directives of Jesus. So you're showing obedience to the Lord. You're showing your willingness to identify with him. What a great opportunity when you choose to be baptized. It's also a public commitment of a personal decision to serve Jesus all through life. I know that you've already declared this to yourself. You know, I'm a believer. But now you have the opportunity, as we sang, I have decided to follow Jesus. You are also declaring to the church body, you're declaring to your friends that perhaps have come with you today, You're also declaring to the God of this world. I want you to know whose side I'm on. I am part of the family of God. I am not a part of your dominion any longer. I'm a part of the family of God. And you set your stake right there. And that's what you're declaring, just as in communion. You're doing the same thing. It's a personal identification with the greatest act of human history, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. Now this is the number one opportunity that you have. Let's go to the next slide. When you come and you're standing here in the water, we will be asking you a couple of questions first. And then we will say, if you believe, say, Yes, I believe. So standing in the water, it's literally like Jesus being on the cross and you are choosing to die with him. Standing in the water. You see, this is the greatest opportunity to identify with the greatest act of history. Then, secondly, When we put you under the water, that is the picture of being buried with Jesus. Because Jesus not only died on the cross, but he was buried after. And then when we bring you up after three days, (laughs) you will be raised to new life. Folks, there's no question There's no question at all that for any one of us as a believer to be able to identify in the death, the burial, and his resurrection, and it doesn't even cost us our life. We did not go through anything because it's by grace you've been saved. And that through faith. Not of works lest any man should boast. And that's You have this opportunity to declare, Jesus, I know you died for me. Jesus, you were buried in that grave. And you rose again. And we are expecting that today when you come out of this water, We are expecting that the Holy Spirit will so surround you with favor and let you know you're dearly loved. You've got a new life before you. The old life is past. The new life is ahead of you. And there is hope and precious promises for you in the future. And may His Spirit so endow you with power that you become a witness for His glory in the days that lie ahead, all because you chose to obey the Lord. Jesus chose to obey God and he was baptized and all of a sudden the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit came like a dove and God said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Thanks for listening online with us. We trust you were encouraged and challenged by today's message. If you have a prayer request or an encouraging story about what God has been doing in your life, please email us at amen at wcmc.ca. God bless.